Thank you for choosing another episode of Lavella Speaks on Anchor FM and on Spotify. Today, I have a co-host speaker, Jay. Jay, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the people? Hi, my name is Jay. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on the show today, Jay. Um, I wanted to get into the... uh, Amanda Seals situation today. Issa Rae has premiered her fifth season of Insecure on HBO. Amanda Seals, who plays Issa bougie friend Tiffany, has been getting a lot of backlash for wearing the sorority, aka Shield. And also, she wore several pink and green outfits in the episode. A lot of aka Soror sisters feel away because they feel like they worked hard to be a part of the sisterhood. For Amanda Seals to falsely rep the sorority. Amanda Seals spoke out about this and said, I am not a soror. I am an actress who is acting as a soror. So, Jay, why don't you go ahead and tell me how you feel about this situation? Do you feel like real AKA sisters have a right to feel some type of way? Um, I do understand partially where they're coming from. You know, just based off the struggle of what they had to do in order um, to be in that position. Um, But then I wholeheartedly agree with Amanda um, because, like she said, she's just an actress playing a role. Um, And I think that idea can just, like when you think about um, a football player, you know, or someone perpetrating or pretending to be a football player in a movie or a TV show, you know, you're not really discrediting or the actor that's playing a football player is not discrediting the football player. It's just playing a role or being a part of a movie. In the same way with a firefighter, you know, or a doctor, they're just playing a role in a movie, but they're not discrediting, you know, a doctor or a firefighter. So, you know, like she was saying, she's still an actress. You know, she never said that she was a part of that. She just said that she's an actress, and that's ultimately what she is. And, you know, people play things all the time. Yep. Yep, and I, I feel the same way because it's just like the United States Army. People play a soldier in a movie all the time. I know a lot of actors and actresses who plays as a U.S. soldier. And to me, being a U.S. soldier is more important than being a part of a sorority. I mean, I'm not trying to downplay the sorority, but you're literally fighting for your country. That's that's a big deal. So, I mean, I think they need to get over it, you know. And I also feel like she's promoting them. Because I'm pretty sure that she had to get, um, Issa Rae had to get permission to even, you know, allow Amanda Seals to wear the pink and green and the AKA shield. So she had to get some type of permission uh, permission from like the officials or something in order for her to even wear it. And I'm pretty sure they got paid for it. So I think it's a win-win for both parties. So I don't think they... They should be mad about it at all. Me either. You know, I think everyone is entitled to feel the way that they 
feel and I definitely get that but like you like you were saying as far as like with the army you know it's a very more crucial and detailed job you know as far as you know being a sorrow so it would be the like it'll it kind of it'll be like if they were to be mad like someone in the army were to be mad the fact that we were in army pants or that the fact the army pants is considered a fashion statement you know you really don't hear them saying anything about that and you know what um jaggy i also was looking into this situation a lot of people was tweeting that you know she's playing her bougie friend so they feel like they're putting the Soro sisters in this uh, stereotype group, saying that all sisters in a sorority group is bougie. So do you agree with that? I'm sorry, what was the last part? So she plays her bougie friend on the episode. Well, in the series, she plays Tiffany is her bougie friend. So a lot of real Soro sisters feel like this is putting them in this stereotype group saying that all Soro sisters are bougie. Um, I don't agree. I think by them making an uproar about the situation speaks more value than someone playing a bougie friend. Like, it's like you're making all this uproar about you know colors or about someone pretending to be you in a tv show and then the you have an issue with being portrayed as uh bougie it's kind of it kind of don't make sense to me <laughs> you know you're doing, you're doing exactly what you have an issue or what you say that you have an issue with yeah yeah and and to me them making this big deal about her you know portraying herself to be well she's acting as a sorrow sister they're making up this big deal about it this is making them look more bougie definitely like okay who cares you know and that's how i feel about the situation like who cares what's done is done so okay Leading to the next situation, Alec Baldwin. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he's a well-known actor. Um, he has been also surfing the net because he was filming the new movie, Russ, and he accidentally fatally shot director Helena Hutchins, and he also wounded um, director Joe Souza. One of the investigators spoke out and stated that perhaps they mixed up blank rounds with live rounds however a lot of people are still confused as to why alec baldwin was handed a loaded gun alec baldwin is now in compliance with the santa fe um, county police department um i I wanted to say something about this situation i was listening to one of my favorite podcasters um, on youtube her name is lovely t Um, She spoke about this situation, and it seemed kind of weird to me, Jay, because Uh in 2017, Alec Baldwin tweeted on Twitter that it would be weird for someone to accidentally get shot on a movie set. And here we are in 2021, 
and it actually happened. So I don't want to seem like a conspiracy theorist, but it's kind of weird that this this happened after the tweet. So what you think about this situation? Um. So about the situation. Okay. So just referring back to the tweet. Um, I do think it is kind of weird that that would even happen. <laughs> it's kind of, you like, he spoke on this before, um, and then to be placed in the same situation. I'm not too sure, too sure if I think it's like conspiracy theory or the fact that what come, what goes around comes around. <laughs> so that's why I, I feel like you have to be mindful of what you speak on mm-hmm. and what you say because those things can you're not exempt for that happening to you. And I think it's just one of those moments where it's like, he should have just shut up <laughs> in that situation. He did and he paid for it. Um, but with the whole shooting, um, I don't know who really to fault in the situation um, because there are rules that go into play um, in order to ensure that the gun is safe for the actor or the actress. Um, I forgot the name of the department that it, um, weapons masters. So it has to go through a weapons master before it can even go into the hand of the actor. So it was some faulty there. You know, if you have to go through a whole weapons master, someone who's trained, you know, with guns, it had to go through a whole master. And I think it had to go through several people too. And it still <laughs> was loaded. Um, I do also believe that he should have checked it as well. Um, because you're supposed to handle any gun. Loaded, not loaded. You're supposed to handle it, handle it as if it is loaded. You're supposed to take the proper precautions. Right. Um, but, you know, because he is an actor, he probably didn't realize the severity of it. He probably handled prop gun so much mm-hmm. that it just felt like another prop gun you know he probably didn't think that that would happen to him um and i think it just opened up the idea of how safe people or how safe movies are when using prop guns um and i think that actors if they're going to be using prop guns um and prop guns are usually just replications of real guns it's meant to do the same thing as a real gun i think that the same way someone has to go through a class in order to own a gun i think that that same um process should be done to actors they should go through a course they should also get um their gun license it should go through a whole process in order to have a gun in your hand even if it is a prop it is a process um it is a process i don't think that alec baldwin probably followed them um i don't want to make it seem like he did it on purpose but um he has played in other movies where he um, dealt with guns and you know i was i was listening to one of the other directors from a previous movie that he recorded or that he shot and the director said that he was always very careful 
with um, guns and he was always professional when it came to handling guns and and it was said that they went to lunch and they came back and when they came back that's when he shot the two directors so I don't know if somebody mysteriously put the, the guns I mean the bullets in the gun I don't know but this situation is really weird um you know i like alan bowen as an actor but i do think that is the situation is very fishy yeah i definitely think that it is fishy um i'll have to look at the protocols to kind of go into like gun handling on set um that was one thing i did not look into like the protocols as far as like in order to handle a gun on set i would hope they would go through a process of you know letting you know I, I don't i don't i don't think that it should be a brief summary or a brief disclaimer before hunting a gun um as far as prop i think every movie should just have legitimate protocols or legitimate classes in order to hold guns in it like in a movie um that's one thing i have to look up and see the exact process that goes into handling the gun through every movie or if it's just like minor disclaimers you know like before you get the gun you're supposed to do this and this that and that um i would hope that it would be actual classes or actual um classes and make sure they properly understand what goes into holding a gun even if it is a prop but I don't know <laughs> like I don't know what direction to really look at this because it is fishy like it's a very fishy situation the fact that this can even happen um and I think that it happened before and I don't, I don't think it was with Alec Baldwin it was with another one that he was referring to um in that tweet um I'll have to look up exactly what happened with that like did that same was it a similar situation that happened where you know he had the gun i think with that situation he went through the protocols and after going through the protocols then he ended up just killing someone still um i forgot exactly what happened or i don't really know what exactly what happened but they said that he went through the protocol um in order you know making sure that the, the gun was okay and he still shot that one so, I don't know, the kind of, like, that situation is a little bit weird, <laughs> because the fact that you have to, it have it has to even go through this process um, of being handled by a weapons master, and it's still, you know, yeah. that still happened. And it's very unfortunate, you know, and I do, I, I feel for Helena um, Hutchins' family, because she was also a mother, and she was also a wife. So I, I really feel for her and her family, you know. It's sad that they even have to go through that. So that situation, I'll keep an update on how that unfolds and what's going to happen. But I did want to also get into um, Jada Pickett. So she went on the Red Table Talk which is her show with her mom and her daughter, Willow. 
and they were talking about um, sex. They had a guest star on the show, Gwyneth Paltrow. And Jada stated that, um, you know, it's been 22 years since she was in a relationship, well, in a marriage with Will. And that, you know, she, he just doesn't know what to expect when it comes to sex. So she feel like he should know what she needs and how to meet her needs. But he just doesn't meet her needs. And I really feel for Will in this situation because this this is very embarrassing. And it sounds to me like Jada wants to have sex with someone else. Or she probably wants another entanglement. So what do you think about this situation, Jay? Um, with me, I think that um, I kind of look in a different vibe it came to uh, their conversation to me it didn't sound like Will was getting there where she felt like that she couldn't say or express herself when it comes to you know Will I think it kind of just opened up that dialogue to where partners should be comfortable with saying they want to need without the uncomfortability that goes like in it I, I, I don't know. It sounds like she, she said that Will just didn't meet her needs. I mean, I, I don't know, but I just feel for this situation because everyone always thought, you know, I want to be in a relationship like Will and Jada. And more and more over the years, Jada the, on a Real Table Talk show has shown you more and more that their relationship isn't all that great like it was hyped up to be so this just goes to show you that even celebrities go through things whether it's entanglements whether it's not knowing what your partner need in the bedroom i just feel like jada is very unhappy in her marriage and i, I just feel like it shows yeah with me, um, I'm kind of just on the fence when it comes to that because um, I kind of watched a snippet of they they read table talk and get Brenda Paltrow was basically talking about how um, she opened up um, like kind of a sexual experience um, like therapy <laughs> where basically partners explore um, just open up or expanding their their comfortability when it comes to speaking about sex and when it comes to speaking to exactly what they want and um she was kind of playing off that situation where um she was like that you know it's kind of absurd to think that your partner can read your mind you know it's kind of absurd to think that the person that you're dealing with is supposed to automatically know what you want um and he was talking about having to expand that level of being vocal of saying exactly what you want and saying exactly what someone can do for you in order for you to be comfortable and just expressing that level of comfortability of talking about sex and talking about wants and needs and talking about exactly what do you want in the room you know I think one thing they were saying was basically how well Gwyneth basically was saying how even though she opened up this experience or opened up 
it's like therapy that she still feel uncomfortable when she talks about um when she talks about her own sexual experience so yeah. um that's what i kind of get it from jada but i do think jada needs to sometimes <laughs> learn how to be quiet especially about her always it's just for like every few months it's something with her <laughs> something happened where she it do seem like she's very unsatisfied with her marriage yeah it does it does it really does and she's always resurfacing the net whether she's talking about Tupac talking about her entanglement or talking about her sex relationship with Will so I wonder what's next to come with her but I'm gonna end it here um Jay I want to thank you for joining me today on the Lavella Speaks podcast so thank you for coming and being a part of the show thank you for having me no problem and that's it guys until next time bye